Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Greetings, fans of the esoteric, and welcome to episode four of Magenta Helps Her Tragic Fans. With me, Magenta, and you, the tragic fans, and Bernard on the decks, as it were. I, I, actually, I think it's actually episode five. Oh, is it? Oh, yes. It doesn't really matter, Bernard. Although, actually, the numerological significance of five, try saying that with my mouth, numerological, is that right? Numerological. Numerological. Uh, significance of five is, I believe, curiosity and change. Is that so? Yes, and you know what's changed? Well, what's changed? The, I can't find the ruddy pirate book, so I've had to change it. I've replaced it uh, for the bibliomancy today with Debrett's Guide for the Modern Gentleman. God, I feel irritated already. Why on earth have we got that? <sighs> Who knows? Anyway, let's uh, let's just jump right in, as they say on YouTube. Oh, so, oh. You get to do lots of nice accents today, Bernard. Ah, wonderful. So the uh, first uh, one is Texas. Texas, yes. good lord! Troubled in Texas. So go on. Oh, right. So this is, the, this is, a, this is a, an email that we've received from a Texan listener. Who are you basing Texas. it on? Your Texan accent? Um, a sort of generic oil baron, venture capitalist. Who, who's sort of... that chap? Tommy, what's his face with all the folds like a Sharpay? He's an actor. Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, Tommy Lee Jones, Isn't yes. he a Texan? Uh, well, yes, he sort of barks things like a sort of sergeant major Well, type. if you could do it like that. that should be I'll, I'll do a Tommy Lee Jones. Hello, madam. I love your books and the advice you provide. I'm in the US, and as you know, things are a bit rough here. Well, they've gotten a bit better in the last couple of days, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and with Halloween around the corner, I'm not sure if I should take my toddler out to trick-or-treat or stay home. Halloween is my favorite holiday, and I love dressing up our family and matching costumes. My son is bad about keeping his mask on, though, as any three-year-old would be. My question is this. Should we trick-or-treat this year, or play it safe and stay home? Grateful for any advice you and the universe can provide across the pond. Troubled in Texas. P.S. I'm one of the fools that purchased the four-hour body. He's a narcissistic loon. Oh, troubled, poor troubled. Good Lord. We've actually found another owner of the book, The Four-Hour Body. You know, I have no memory of ordering that book. I wouldn't be surprised if he's such a lunatic. He just sent out millions of books around the world. He just just airlifted them into people's houses. Yes, and suddenly, you know how you receive packages and you go, oh, I must have been drunk shopping again. Yes, yes. But yes, that's that's what he did. That's why we've all got The Four-Hour Body troubled in Texas. Good Lord. Right, so it's another Halloween question. That's well, that's appropriate. It is Halloween. Yes, yes, almost. of course. Well, so, I, what should we go for? Well, probably we should go for the four-hour body, shouldn't oh, we? Oh yes, of course we should. I mean, she's she's pretty much told I us. I mean, what she we... can do this along with us. She could. She yes. can. She can verify that what we're doing is real. Oh, how exciting! Well, for we know it's real. Well, we know, but the we audience. We have the ring of authenticity, don't we? That's true. All Who right. would doubt us? Give us a number. Uh, Actually, what what number state is Texas? Uh, well, traditionally, it's known as the Lone Star State. So, number one. One. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, is that the number? I don't know. How do they number these things? I'm sure they uh, they do have numbers, don't they? But I don't know okay. off the top of my head. What I've, uh, one is is the first chapter. It's called Thinner, Bigger, Faster, Stronger. <laughs> God. And uh, give us a give us another number. How many stars 
are on the flag. How many states are there? Sort of 49 or 50. Or so. I should know this, really, shouldn't I? Well, I we're, we're British. We're British. We, we only know about British things because we're, we're very arrogant. Yes, like that. <laughs> or, uh, well, let's say, let's go with your first. No, no, I'm not going to count 49 lines. I don't think there are 49. I'll go four. Four. Right. Okay, yes. So, uh, starting uh, so one, two, three, four. Here, nine inch nails, loud and in charge. On what? <laughs> Nine Inch Nails were a good band to listen to at Halloween. A lot of gothic influence. Oh, really? Yes, yes. What yes. do they look like? How many are, of them are there? Well, sort of Trent Reznor and, and, and Atticus Ross, I well, believe. Well, there we go. There's your costume. Ah, Trent, Trent and Atticus. So you and the three-year-old, uh, I don't know anything about... Oh, you could do it more literally. You could be actual nails. So just go out dressed as giant nails. Yes, you'd have to be rather slender to make that work, wouldn't you? Well, maybe no, if... you just you just increase the uh, the circumference of the nail. That's all. Yes, and uh, the the head. Yes, yes. So you just do a, a proportionate head to however thick your circumference is. I see. So yes, I suppose the wider you are, the larger the head of the nail. And perhaps you, if, if for it to look like a nail, you might have to make yourself sort of equivalently tall as well. So you might have to add an enormous amount of height to make it read and this, as a nail. Yeah, this is a perfect way to maintain social distancing. Let's say, so I've got rather generous hips, haven't I, my dear? Right. So let, let's say in a costume, they'd probably be 55 inches. So uh, my equivalent head, nail head... I don't know, maths, uh, would be a, about uh, well, two metres wide, wouldn't it? Yes, yes. I don't know, I've just switched from inches to metres. <laughs> but that's how far away you need to keep from people, isn't it? Oh, that's right. So you yes. just wear, wear a big hat for the top of the, the, the head of the nail. And yes, then... for the head of the nail. And there you have it. So then you can go trick-or-treating. You'll need a stick to press the doorbell. Well, that's that's all right. You could use a nail. <laughs> A very long Another nail. Another nail. I hope that's clear, my dear. Well, it's about as clear as any other government advice, isn't it? I think clearer, to be honest. And well, a lot more fun. So there you go. Get yourself dolled up and head on out, but be careful. We've got All another right. one here, have we? Yes. Um, oh, yes, go on. So who's this? Oh, this is Tim, isn't it? Oh, Tim. Yes, we've heard from Tim, Tim before. Tim from Wales. Yes, oh, you get to do your lovely Welsh accent. Ah, this is work shy in Wales. Maybe we should it? pick another Welsh. Who's a famous Welsh person? Well, there's always at least one person on Bake Off every every year. There's somebody on the Great British Bake Off. I wouldn't who goes, say they're famous, dear. Well, they're they're reasonably famous for the time they're on it, aren't they? That's true. We do like the Welsh ones. They're it, so thoroughly Welsh. They always every every single week they insist on this week. I've uh, I've made a thing which has the Welsh dragon yes, on it. Yes, so this is flavoured with leeks, even though it's a cake. Well, well I'll do a generic Welsh accent. No, then. no, no. We've got so many wonderful Welsh people we can pick from. Shirley uh, Bassey, why so, don't you sing it? Go on. <laughs> Sing it in the style of Shirley Bassey, but make it quick as well. Mm, dear, that was yeah, that didn't sound much like. <laughs> Come on, keep going, have a go. You can do it. Dear Madam Magenta. Oh, this is going to take ages, isn't it? Well, I could do Tom Jones. That's a he's a bit. Quicker. Oh yes, go on. I'd like to tender my sincerest apologies for not getting back to you immediately. Upon listening to your podcast, try not to split the lines up because then you don't get the sense of what is being said. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it as Tom Jones speaking. Okay. My boss has been on leave, and I have thus far been unable to employ any of the lies you told me to fabricate. In... Oh, yes, that was our advice last time to Tim, wasn't it? We told it? him to make shit up, essentially, didn't we? Yes, yes, of course. I mean, it's, it was almost a little too obvious. But yes. There we go. In the, in, the, in the meantime, I'm hoping you might furnish me with a pearl or two more of your sage wisdom. My problem is this. 
Whether I'm working from home or the office, a large part of my job involves helping other people to use software. Many of them are highly intelligent individuals, academics, medical doctors and so well, forth. I think we've seen recently that medical doctors aren't necessarily completely switched on. Aren't yeah, they? Yes. And yet, to compromise, quite frankly. Anyway, go on. And yet, many of them seem unable to grasp simple concepts like click on this link. My question, if I may be so bold, is threefold. Oh, I'm going to stop you there, Tim. Threefold? No, 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 no. Uh, and Tim's rather verbose at this point, so we've simplified it, haven't we, dear? Oh. Well, so the the question, the threefold question is, how do I get them to click links? Um, how do I stop them being so annoying? Blah, blah, blah. So the, the overall question is, what do I do? What do I do about this? What do I do? There we go, Tim. One simple, plain question for, for the universe. Okay, so what's... Uh, so Tim seems like a gentleman, so shall we dip into Debrett? Well, yes, this is, this is a brand new book. Very exciting. Debrett. The first time we've used the Debrett's Guide to Who the Modern Debrett, Gentleman. Who was Debrett, anyway? Debrett, more like. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, naughty burden. Never fear, Bernard's right. here. Yes. Uh, so, uh, what's a very Welsh number? <laughs> I, I have no idea. Right, all right. So, uh, just give us a number then. 37. 30, oh, for God's sake. You know what they've done? What they've have they done? They've put the bloody... Page numbers in Roman numerals. Can they be more annoying? Oh, good what did you Lord. say? 30? 37. 37. Well, no. Oh, this is not sustainable. We no, can't no, be... it's all right. Oh, and it's also in two columns. So give us a column it's one of number. These, it's one of these awful gift books, isn't it, where they've, they've done a lot of fancy graphic design. Yeah, so you can become irate on the toilet while you're squeezing one out. All right, so th- page 37, column number... Well, there are two columns, are there? Yes. Uh, column number one. Right. And give us a line number. Uh, three. Three. Uh, one, two, three. And as masculine exercises go, there are few better. Well, that's interesting. Well, Bernard, uh, you're not giving me time to tap into the universe. That's true. I, I shouldn't be so you hasty. You getting in there. I do. Who's, who's the one with the powers here? You're, you're absolutely right. I Back do. off. I, I don't Back to, off, Bernard. I don't want to mansplain Shush. any... All right. All right. So as masculine exercises go there, if you, what was the question? I've forgotten. The question oh, what is, do what, I do what about should I do people? about my annoying co-workers? As masculine ex well, as let's let's think about masculine exercises. So one masculine exercise is to constantly interrupt and insist they know better. I don't know than what you're talking about. Around. No, the thing about this is Bernard, don't try and be funny. <laughs> So, uh, Tim, I suggest what you do is uh, every time they start asking you a question, you just ruthlessly interrupt ah. and tell them what you think the problem is. Well, yes, I suppose that that would work. I it? mean, it won't make you very popular, but they'll appreciate... Well, the men will think, oh, what a dominant alpha this is. Ah. I, I should I should go away and figure it out myself. And the women will go, oh, I'm never talking to this one again. Ah, and then, that, then you're off the hook. Yes, you exactly. You don't need to talk to the women. So there we go. So, uh, yes, I'm uh, advocating a bit of toxic masculinity there. Off you go, Tim. How interesting. Go and enjoy yourself. I wonder if the guide for the model gentleman is actually going to be rather useful in the bibliomancy. Well, you never know. Let's see. Uh, all right. Next one. Oh, the next one. Now, now Tim, this is how you do it. Oh, this is very short, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes. So, pick, uh, so it's from Maisie. Maisie, we don't know where Maisie's from. Although, what's a Maisie? What what sort of name is Maisie? Well, sort of quite Maize. A... Maize is a type of corn. Oh yes, yes, yes. Where do you get corn? Cornwall. Cornwall. So okay. I do a sort of slightly farmerish accent. Yes. All right. Well, Cornish. Cornish accent. 
Clotted cream. Clotted cream. Hello, you fabulous woman and Bernard. Should I leave my job and start a podcast, Maisie? Oh dear, Maisie. I mean, I think we all know the answer to that. That's, but, um, that's so brief. Let's ask the universe anyway. All so, right. uh, start a podcast. I mean, could she, Maisie? You've been very concise, but you haven't really told us what your job is, what your podcast is going to be. But let's just ask the universe and see what they say. Maybe they'll have a hint about what the, your podcast will be about. Hmm. Well, so we, let's we, go. Which... How about this one? Fascinating ah. footnotes from history. Fascinating footnotes yeah, from history. Yeah, do what happened there. <laughs> All right, Maisie. Uh, give us a number, Bernard. Uh, let's have 37 again. 37. All right. And give us another number. Six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Rained down on her, yet she never once flinched. Her closest male... Shall I do the other two lines? Let's, let's have a little more context. Shells and mortars rained down on her, yet she never once flinched. Her closest male comrade, Sapper Tom, was extraordinarily impressed by her bravery. Ah. Well, shells and mortars raining down on her. Well, I imagine uh, if we had any idea what her job was, maybe, uh, maybe it feels like she's constantly bombarded, and that's why. She, shell, but shell she didn't flinch. Ah, so it's saying, don't flinch, my dear. Don't, don't quit the day job. So don't quit the day job is what we're learning from because this. Because there's, there's uh, some sap you work with <laughs> who might be quite impressed by you. So maybe, maybe, because uh, the thing with a podcast is you're not going to have a workplace affair, are you? Uh, that is true, yes. I mean, it's just me and Bernard here. So yes. there's no chance for affairs. No. <sighs> Never mind. Well, anyway, right. So there we go, Maisie. I hope uh, you were very brief. So... Why don't you write back and tell us a bit more information? Yes, we'd love to know don't a little write bit an more, essay. Don't write an essay, but, you know, just tell us. All right, Bernard, last one. Come on. Oh, right, yes, we, we do have one more here. Uh, so this is from uh, James, uh, who uh, make, makes great pains to tell us that he thinks that Epcot is the best theme, the best park at Walt Disney World. Very strange thing. Extraordinary. We're one of the oddest emails we've ever received. So um, uh, that's in Florida, I believe. Yes, yes. Do you know what a Floridian accent well, it's a sort of slightly softer southern accent, isn't it? I don't really know. Do we uh, know anyone from Florida? Well, I, I'll do another uh, another generic um, uh, uh, southern American accent, I suppose, right, southern states. Oh, no, actually, there's chihuahuas in this, aren't there? So why didn't you do a, oh, God, a I Stimpy? Can't... Remember Ren and Stimpy? Oh, they Stimpy. were good, weren't they? Oh, yes, why didn't you do a Stimpy accent? Dear Madam Magenta. Actually, is this a bit wrong? I this think it might be a little bit. Wrong, bit I'm not sure it? about that. All right, don't do a chihuahua accent. Um, uh, yes, yeah, stick with the, the, the Floridian. Generic Flor- yes. Floridian. Dear Madam Magenta, I would like your expert guidance on what to do in this situation. In our house, we have a pecking order. The chief is Joseph, then the beasts. I assume he's talking about the chihuahuas there. And then it's me, James. How can I move myself up the ranks in this house and obtain You sound like Foghorn Leghorn. Well, that's a generic southern... All right, do a bit more Foghorn Leghorn then. I said, I said, how can I move myself up the ranks in this house and obtain the cuddles and kisses I miss out on? I can't compete with tiny chihuahua beasts. And then there's six exclamation marks. So I think James is a disturbed really re- Reaching yeah, fever pitch here. Dom, the eldest, uh, Dom 
I think he meant to say, Dom is the eldest and is on his last legs. Then there's Coco. She no longer has eyes. Oh, they sound horrendous. Diesel is just a fat, overweight seal. Oh, God, club them. Club them all. <laughs> just joking. Keep going. And then there's the newest recruit, Pandora. She came to us as a lost orphan, clearly Joseph's favorite of the bunch. I, the second human in this family unit, seem to have lost all hope to gain Joseph's affection and time. What shall I do, Madame Magenta? James. Well, you know, what always, what I always think when I look at a chihuahua is, once upon a time, you were a wolf. Yes. A wolf. And this is a wolf pack, isn't it? That's true, the yes. The most dysfunctional wolf pack I've ever heard of. Yes, yes. One of them did not hardly got any eyes. None, no none eyes. Got any legs. N- not just hardly any eyes. She none. has no eyes. Yes. All right, so uh, what's a good book for this, then? Well, uh, this is a romantic question, isn't it? So maybe we should do... Is it? How well, is it romantic? Well, he wants to. He wants the, the hugs I don't and... think Joseph is romancing the chihuahuas. No, but he, uh, jo- d- d- James is saying that he would like the, to obtain the cuddles and kisses of, of, of Joseph I think this missing is, out Yes, on. but I don't think Joseph is cuddling and kissing the chihuahuas in a romantic sense. <laughs> we don't know. Who <laughs> are we to judge? We don't know, do we? Well, I think, I think we can take a wild guess. Well, all right. What, what about Maggie, then? Shall we all ask right. Maggie? All right, Maggie's... Smith. Come here, Maggie. She's right. generally pretty So how good. many chihuahuas were there there? There were, uh, I think, four? four chihuahuas. Okay, let's go on to page four. Extraordinary number that. of chihuahuas, isn't it? Well, they don't take up much space. I That's suppose. true. You All can right, fit give us another number. of them number. in a suitcase. Give us a number. Uh, six. One, two, three, four, five, that's six. that's the number of people in the family. We come to the idea of the chastely intelligent Anne Bracegirdle. <laughs> 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 Brace girdle. Chastely intelligent. Oh, God, what on earth? I mean, I could, I could read either side, but I don't think it's going to help. We come to the what is it? We come to the case of the chastely intelligent, intelligent. Chastely intelligent and brace girdle. What a surname. Brace girdle. Okay, the idea of of the chaste. Well, it's got chaste in there for chaste a start. Chaste and intelligent. So chaste. Uh, we could take this to mean that this is a chaste love. Thank God for that. Well, with the chihuahuas. Yes. yes. Or we could t- think about chasing. So the idea oh. of chasing. Maybe it's that he needs to get one of those automatic tennis ball throwers. Ah. You know the type yes. that they they hurt ch- school children with. Yes. 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 Get one of those. And then three of the chihuahuas, the ones that can see the balls, yes. will be chasing the balls. So yes. then you only have to deal with one chihuahua. Well, actually, that does leave two because one of them is on his last legs, you see. Oh, so yes, then... but they still... You've seen dogs. They'll do anything to chase something. So a, a, a new lease he of might, strength will it, appear. Well, if... it might be the undoing of him, to be honest. Oh, that's true. And then there's one less to it worry about. It might chase him over the rainbow bridge, as it were. Ah, yes. But it'll be a lovely way to go because that's what they enjoy. They do it? love it, don't they, darling? So then you've only got... Got one, the one that Joseph likes the best. Oh, Pandora. Chastely intelligent and brace girdle. Well, <laughs> brace yourself. Girdle your loins. Girdle your loins <laughs> and brace yourself because there's no way around this. Really. Oh, really? So well, the, you know, some problems, no there's nothing you can do, I'm afraid. That's true, yes. So yes. really, you've just got to accept your role in the in the pecking order. So occupy the ones that you can with the with the balls. Yes. And uh, the one that that is just glued to Joseph's side, I'm afraid you're just going to have to deal with it. But you are you are at least higher up the pecking order now. 
Yes, although you, the idea of it being a chaste, uh, it does suggest that basically it's going to ruin their sex life. Oh, dear. I think basically, uh, James, you've just got to suck it up. Well, fair enough. Sometimes that's life, isn't it? Yes, I suppose so. Yes. Although maybe Joseph will hear this and he'll have a little sort of like, uh, you know... A uh, change little, of heart. Uh, yes, yes, or he'll give you, a lit, give you a scrap of affection yes. to keep you going. That's all we need, That's isn't all it? we want I every now and again. I occasionally chuck Bernard a tiny scrap of affection. That's enough for you, isn't it? Well, I'm here, aren't I? Yes, you are. Yes. Yes. And uh, talking of which, let's talk about our problem now, then. Oh, yes. Well, yeah. Well, so we, we the, the, I, I believe the, the listeners, the last the listeners knew, we were about to go over to Stephen's house because inexplicably, out of nowhere, deeply suspiciously, he asked us over for dinner, which he's never done before. No. So it was only last night, actually. We went over last night. And, um, well, as soon as we got in there, he lives in a bloody big house as well. Yes. bastard. He did very well out of your band, didn't he? He did, didn't he? And yet you received nothing. Absolutely nothing. We've been shafted, Bernard. So anyway, we go over to his nice house and we get in there. And he's as supercilious and awful as he always is. Yeah. And I said, uh, oh, I need the powder room. Can uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll be back in a moo. You, you chaps go on ahead. Oh, and uh, his wife was there as well. And she's a good 40 years younger than her, him, isn't she? But uh, So off I went to the powder room, and on the way, I noticed a door was ajar, so I went in, and it was one of it was a bit like your room, Bernard. It was covered in instruments, a sort of music, a display, oh, lots of display cases. Yes, I, I know. It I, didn't look very functional. It looked more like, look at my shiny toys. Right. So well, anyway, I thought, well, like this that. is perfect. If, we, if I want to recuperate the money that he owes us, which is £160. Uh, that's right, yes. He owes us £160. Well, I think he owes us more, quite frankly. But um, uh, So uh, I just picked the nearest thing, to be honest. I opened the display case, and we were on the ground floor, so I just... Just jimmied the window open, slid it out into a flower bed, and then I uh, I went out of the back of the house, round to the flower bed, picked it up, put it in the boot of the car, and got back in the house. And uh, and you didn't even notice anything strange at all, did you, my dear? I, I, well, I did think that you'd been gone quite a while. Well, yes, I suppose I'd been gone about forty minutes or so. I, I did have to make a, a reasonable amount of awkward, very awkward conversation with Stephen and his, his much younger wife. Oh yes, yes. Well, she doesn't say too much, does she? No, she doesn't say a huge amount. But that I made think it even she, more. She's awkward. so mired in regret, she just sits there looking mournful. Yes. But uh, so, what did you talk about? Well, I, did he I, question you about the car? Did he mention the car? N- n- uh, well, he he sort of obliquely referenced the car, uh, but I think I convinced him. Um, I, I, I told Obliquely. him. What does that mean? What did he say, Bernard? Well, he 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 said uh, uh, he said that he'd been having some car troubles. Oh is, yes, and then what? How did his face look? Well, he, he looked uh, he looked sort of quite stern and, and and like he was piercing me with his gaze. But then he often looks like that. He's a creepy man. Stern and, and piercing you with his gaze sounds like he's going to turn into a bonkbuster. Uh, well, well I, I sincerely hope not. But uh, I, I think I got away with it though. Because I, I I I told him that we'd been locked down. I told him we had been until very recently observing the the the, the lockdown very closely. Well, we had. So I don't the occasional foray to steal a car. Yeah. So I, I so I don't think he suspected me. At least I don't think he would have. He, he wouldn't have had enough evidence to build a case on. All right. Well, I think we got away with it then. Because when I came back, I basically said. Crikey, I'm having some problems, as you can guess, because I've been away so long. I think I need to go home. It's the safest thing for all of us. And, and, and then we just left, didn't we? We, we did. I, I tell you what, if you ever need to get out of a situation, don't be shy. Just blame your bowels. It's, uh, nobody questions you. So, nobody so questions. We, we've got one of his guitars? 
Oh, yes, it was a guitar, yes. Which one was it? It was in the... Uh, so he's he's sectioned up the room. Yes. So there are things he's bought from other musicians. Secondhand stuff. It's just secondhand stuff, Secondhand? Darling. But... Yeah, so it's it's probably... I hope it's worth at least 160 quid. Well, it's well, it's a guitar, yes, and it was from the section uh, called Phil Collins. So presumably they're Phil Collins' uh, Phil Collins' is guitar. Oh, God, Magenta, I was there when he bought that. It's worth an enormous amount of money. It's a Les Paul that used to belong to Phil Collins. Well, I said it belonged to Phil Collins, didn't I? Wait, but, but it's that... all right, he's a drummer. His drumsticks had cost something, but I very much doubt his guitar. I, I, Some I th- rancid old silly guitar. I, I think that may be worth an enormous amount of money. I think that may be worth a lot oh, well, more go, than the Google hundreds. it. Go on, see how much it's worth. All right. Um, uh, more than £160, then, you think? Um, oh, goodness, it's sold for auction at £12,000. £12,000? Yes, we've got a £12,000 stolen guitar. Oh, goodness. Oh, oh dear. I, oh, what are we going to do about that, then? We're going to have to give it back to him, aren't well, we? He might not notice, to be honest, because it was absolutely chocker-full of all sorts of crap in there. Well, I think even you know what these collectors are like. They do tend to keep... Oh, know, God, they know true. if a bit of dust has moved in their also, collection. I, I suppose I shouldn't go around taking £12,000 guitars out of people's houses. Mm. Oh, crap! Oh, for God's sake, we're going to have to return it. Well, all right. Before well, he notices, what if he's already noticed? Can you give him a phone call and just say, oh, I've got an idea? Yes. No, no, uh, well, actually, we should ask the universe, shouldn't we? Well, we should, really. But what we could do is you could give him a call, invite him round here for dinner, say, I'm sorry about Magenta, why don't you come round here for dinner, and while they're here, I'll drive to their house. Break oh. in and and return the guitar. Oh, that's clever. So we get him on our turf. Yes. Although, let's ask the universe if that's going to work. Uh, all right. So we, should we use the, the, the guide for the modern gentleman? Then? Yes. I don't understand the Roman numerals, so I'm just going to do... This is another way of doing bibliomancy. You just let it fall open. You pick... Uh, oh, yes, you, you allow gravity. To yes, show. there we go. Okay, so it's just falling open. Oh, that's weird. It's... No, this is uh, this sounds like bullshit, but it's genuinely opened at auction etiquette. No, has it really? Oh, yes, it really has. <laughs> and a beginner's guide to collecting art. <laughs> what about that? All right, uh, give us a number. Seven. Okay, so there's actually a numbered list. So shall I just read number seven on the numbered list? This is a, almost too perfect. Yes, go, go for it. Remember that you have to buy pay a buyer's premium in addition to the hammer price. Oh, I don't even know what that means. Remember that you have to pay a buyer's premium... In addition to the... Ha- oh, OK, so the hammer price, I suppose, is how much? £12,000? Well, yes, I believe so. And there's... So, oh, this sounds like a warning from the universe. Because we've taken it, we're going to have to pay a buyer's premium. Oh, no. There will be a consequence. Uh, but, 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 and, and we still haven't got the £160. Oh, maybe that's the premium. Maybe it's saying just return it and forget the £160. I suppose it would be the easiest option, wouldn't it? Yes, all right. That's what we'll do. All right. There we go, then. So they're coming round for dinner. I'll get in the car, scoot over, return it to them. It'll be fine. Then we can forget any of this ever happened. I I think that does sound like a very sensible plan at this stage. Graciously, we shall allow the £160 to go. All right. Well, we'll, 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 we'll let you know how that goes. Yes. All right. All right. Tune in next week. Uh, goodbye. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Sure I can't get you a drink? 
Uh, I, um... They'd had a moment, hadn't they? That afternoon when Garrett had smiled just like this, warm-eyed and amused in a way that made Tony want another cigarette, but also want to step forward and... Hey, Kate, what are you writing? Ah! New text post on Thursday, May 21st. Title. Why you should be watching Selkirk. So, Selkirk fandom, who wants to read my 5,000-word essay, Garrett, last name, Secret Werewolf? I'm Kate, by the way. They kissed? I think I lucked out when I found Selkirk. Because if I'd loved something else, I would have made friends, and I would have been able to read a ton of great stories. But this way? I met you. Me and Day You, a new story about love and fandom from the Procyon Podcast Network.